This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. We cover many genres such as sports, mental health, marketing, entertainment, and business. We feature the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. The Buffalo Bills face off against the New Jersey Jets. We'll recap our picks from last week, and we'll pick some more games for you this week. All of this and more on the Buffalonian Podcast, Betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. We are back with the Buffalonian Podcasts, betting on the Bills Week 9. Fellas, let's get into formation here. How are we feeling? Uh, the real formation. The real formation. <laughs> the OG. How, the OG. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Week 9 of the NFL season. Yeah, it starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Rare, rare uh, pod uh, recording on Thursday. Yep, yep. Some schedule conflicts, but you know what? On the online format, we, we work around this kind of a thing, so... You know, our boy Buster Bison here had to go out yesterday. Dom, you know, and was Buster what was Buster at one point, and then was a Sabres fan next. So, wow, yeah, yeah. I know and a two a, for one. What a, a game by one, the because I was myself. So, oh, yeah, you yourself. A three yeah. and one. Yeah. So I mean, what a game for the Sabres. But we're not talking about the Sabres on this pod. We're gonna go <laughs> into some Bills talk. The Bills play the New Jersey Jets this weekend in New Jersey. In their 12 and a half point road favorites. So, I mean, we're, are we surprised? No. No. Did you see the game they had last week? Yeah. No. Zach Wilson arguably had his worst game ever. Um, it just got... goes to show you when they don't have a run game, he can't lead a team. And we all got that one wrong except Mike because somehow Mike accidentally put down the Patriots in his text pick. So, I guess yeah. you. Yeah, he swapped it up on <laughs> us. But, I mean, we he swapped it back. So, he technically he did get it wrong. But No, I mean, go with the original pick. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll switch it up for you. But I mean, the picks. Come on now. What'd you say? So we don't allow switching of the picks once they're in. They're in. Yeah. That's why I went back. I just yeah. forgot. No pick switches. No pick switches. Sorry, I, I saw that immediately. Red flag in the group chat. I was like, wait, Mike, you pick. You definitely picked the Jets this past weekend. I don't know what you're doing taking the Patriots. But I mean, we all went ten and five. I know that we're gonna say it. we're gonna. Well, let's, let's get let's get into the recap a little later. Let's talk about these New Jersey Jets, as you say. I'm, I'm just gonna call them the New York Jets because that's their actual name. I'm not that much of a. When you play in New Jersey, you're not a New York team, so that's just that's the, right. the mindset right now. All right. Well, I mean, Washington I don't think they don't play in Washington. They play in Washington. Oh no, they, they play in Maryland. Maryland. We want to say they play in Washington. We want to say they play in Washington State. No, no. Washington, I totally thought you were playing no. Arlington. Buffalo Bills playing Orchard Park. All right. Yeah. This point. is what you started because you were petty and said the New Jersey Jets. I'm going to say the New Jersey Jets till the day I die unless they move to New York City. But like I said, Bills 12 and a half point road favorites. I mean, Sauce Gardner opened his mouth up a little bit. You know, I mean, is do you, do you think he'll if you will, put his money where his mouth is? Or do you think he fails? And Stefan Diggs, the best route runner in the NHL, makes him fall on his face. 
and break his ankle. Oh, we're playing hockey now. Yeah. We're playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. I'm obviously in the offseason. Oh, I said NHL. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> that was a Went joke. right over my head on that one. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sauce, I mean, Sauce did say after he got drafted, I think, in, a, in rookie minicap, he could guard Diggs. I mean, I guess we're going to see it. Uh, but the Jets are a good team uh, on the defensive side of the ball. I think their quarterback's uh, a big down. Their quarterback's a big downfall, and then they don't have the weapons or really the you know the ground game, which was such a big factor for them. Took them as a fit for our, right. our boy Brees Hall. You know, you could be a fan, you could be a, a you know a rival, but you, we have respect for Brees Hall. We thought you should yeah. could have been a Bill. So yeah, plus they're down their best lineman, Vera Tucker, for the year. So that's a big hit. Yeah, yeah. and Zach Wilson just continues to fall Whoa. under pressure literally yeah anytime the pocket's dirty he's he's on the ground i mean that's just or he's or he's throwing it not away a playmaker. no he's not a playmaker mac jones suddenly became a playmaker last sunday he was rushing all over the place i don't know what happened there. I mean, Zach, mac jones was still pretty bad he was bad that, that game was a tough watch no tough that watch. was I, I was switching back and forth between that game and dallas and i was like don't have red zone, so I was kind of i was stuck mm, that's her downfall right there what was yeah. i what was i doing i wasn't watching that game i was at school working as you were the last pod you were you were in the school library mm-hmm. so no i mean tough team i mean tough game sorry against the jets and the patriots that was a horrible watch but the bills <laughs> there's no way there's 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 no way the jets pull anything over on the bills in my opinion there's absolutely no way i mean i wouldn't say that because last year we uh, lost the jags yes yeah, that was a historically terrible team so yeah. I think it was funny. I saw the stat that Trevor Lawrence has the worst start, like at five and twenty through twenty-five starts for the number one overall pick. And I was like, mm. every time I see that stat, man, one of those five wins. Yeah, it's the Bills. But listen, the Jets are still a good team. I know, like, you know, we talk about how your over your record can sometimes over at you, Ben. And I don't think they're a five and three, uh, you know, talented football team. But they still have talent. And they're still really good defense, and they could still, you know, move the ball a little bit on the ground. Uh, and if Zach Wilson isn't t- terrible, you know he's a good game manager and they can win games. But again, against it's a tough matchup, I think, for the Jets to play offense against the Bills' defense, just because how good they are in the past and how they can also stop the run. So they're going to make Zach Wilson, you know, be really smart with the football, and we sh- he's shown time and time again. I don't think he'll careless. be really smart with the he's football. Not. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I mean, the fact that we don't blitz, right? Leslie Frazier doesn't blitz. It's just the pass rush gets there on its own is a testament to our D line and our edge rushers. So, I mean, Ed Oliver had a great game last week, set up a lot of opportunities, and I think he's going to even have a bigger game this week. So against a uh, puny little Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco wannabe for the Jets. No, Joe, Joe Flacco is not a third string quarterback. He is. Well, he wasn't injured, right? He was just benched. They just took him out. No, no, that's the right word, but yeah. Well, Healthy scratch. I think we're going to come to the fact of I think the Bills defense is a mismatch for the Jets offense, mm-hmm. but I do think this Jets defense does match up very well with the Bills offense. You know, they're eighth in DO- yeah. VOA of both against the pass and the run, so they're good against both run and pass, and they're not top five against the number one wide receiver, and they're top ten against the number two wide receiver. Because uh, I believe DJ Reed's their number two corner. He's been very good alongside Sauce. So it's really going to come down to the Knox of the world, McKenzie. Obviously, Naheem Himes. We'll see if he 
you know, it looks like he's going to play. He's going to play. He looked pretty good in those uh, practice clips. Yeah, he post, was so. moving quick. Josh Allen was impressed. So, and even Stefan Diggs, he turned to him and was like, "This guy, holy crap, he's fast." So, I'm yes. really excited to see some competent running back play from anyone other than Singletary and Cook. Zach Moss, Sayonara. I might pick him up on fantasy because Jonathan Taylor's injured. So, I mean, he's going to be doing. He he might get more touches. I don't know. They might try him out. Watch. Just watch it. What a I, waste I think, of a first overall pick. I know, I know. Three years in a row, I've had a first overall pick, and they get hurt every year. Yeah, and you're still the best. Yeah. Saquon, CMC, and then JT. And you're still the best player in our league, so please yeah. drop it. Yeah. Let's, please let's keep not cry Tom and I are down at the bottom, pretty much. Listen, I just mm-hmm. got lucky. I got lucky last week for the TA and the Joe Burrow. I remember uh, now we're playing each other year, this week. Now I'm trying to kill you. No, I'm actually projected to win now. Okay. In the year, I Mikey Pittman straight up didn't go through. Thank God it didn't go through. Hang on, hang I on. I doubt that. You know, okay. The best back, thing about a video pod. back back where I was with the whole you know talking about. I just think that the Bills secondary playmakers are going to have to have a big game because I think listen the Bills do as you know we talked about Dorsey that a little bit different from Dable is that Diggs is lined up in the slot a lot more. I think his total is about thirty seven percent of the slot. So they they they're going to move him around. I think Davis is going to have to have some. Mm-hmm. Impact as well, bigger impact than he did against the Packers. But mm-hmm. Knox caught a touchdown the last two weeks. Uh, so two weeks they played. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Thank week. you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bye two, week. You know, last two games. How about that? Yeah. Um, so hopefully he can continue to do that. McKenzie had a nice little bounce back uh, from his Chiefs debacle, and hopefully Shakur can you know play solid as well. So I think it's gonna be. I think the Jets are gonna be really focused on stopping Diggs and Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna matter of if the secondary guys can make plays and if they can run. You know, they ran the ball good against the Steelers. They ran the ball pretty good against the Chiefs, and they ran the ball pretty well against Packers. So if it could be another four straight games, not weeks, uh, that they're able to move the ball on the ground, obviously you have the addition of Himes, that'd be a Hines. That'd be a that'd be nice. Yeah, and I'd like Would to honestly, nice. I'd I'd like to see Hines get some return action in too, just to see how that goes. You know what I mean? I mean. Well, I, Mackenzie's probably still well. the primary returner. It's just Hines will be like the Micah Hyde, where he's just there to catch it. Nah, okay. Hines is gonna. My boy Hines is gonna be the, the number one returner once it's all said and done. That's what I was thinking. Because I, because McKenzie's hands are not no, but this is why. Blue. This is why. One is Hines has like a five percent fumble rate on returns, and I think Mackenzie's is like fifteen percent. So one, you get ball security. Two, he's actually good at returning kicks. Three is it then lets Mackenzie and Shakir focus just on playing a wide receiver instead of the mm-hmm. return. I think yeah. that's also that's really important for Shakir because then he can instead of focus on being you know the punt returner he could focus on being a rookie wide receiver and going through yeah. those lows and highs. No, you're absolutely right. I, I 100 percent agree with that. And to see a guy as fast as Hines be our returner who's and shifty. And yeah, shifty. He's and he's young. That's the best part about that trade. I mean we'll have him for a while. I mean in where was Zach Moss going? Absolutely nowhere. So we kind of fleeced it, I think. So I... well, Zach, Zach Moss had no versatility. He wasn't no. a good pass. The only thing he did outside of run the ball was he was a good pass projecting running back. But yeah, but um, well, you got Reggie Gilliam, the most versatile fullback in the NFL on our team. But, so. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, okay, that didn't make Kyle any sense. Jack. That didn't make any sense, Joe. What? You could he blocks a lot of the time. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Just keep going. <laughs> didn't make any sense. What did make sense about it? He's not a pass protecting running back. He's a fullback and tight end. 
Well, still, he's better. Blo- Zach Moss is basically a fullback. I said that at the beginning of the season. I mean, he should have been. Doesn't a mean that doesn't mean he was a fullback. It should have been. That's that's where that's where that's where we're going. But he should have been. Would have been better. But let's let's move on. Let's move on here into the who. What are what are like keys to success in this game? Like who who's going to step up and whatnot? Like what do the Bills have to do? You think? Okay. Well, for starters, they're going to have to get pressure to Zach Wilson because. Once you get him moving around and pressure in his face, he's just going to make mistakes. He's going to make those turnovers. He can't make the plays when he's under pressure. Yeah. So if we can get to him, not even blitzing, I think we just naturally having Vaughn and Russo get to him, mm-hmm. he's going to make mistakes. Dirty pockets, a dirty jersey for Zach Wilson. So that's got to do. No, I, I, I think if they could be able to put pressure of Wilson for and disguise the back end um, and take his first real read away and make him kind of look around – I, you know, he's he kind of, you know, how Josh threw those two interceptions last week in the fourth quarter. That's kind of how Zach Wilson plays a little bit. He forces the ball, yeah, uh, when he shouldn't he to make so, a big play when he, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you saw you saw with that Patriots interception last week how he was kind of should probably just throw the ball away and then he kind of tried to lob it over two guys, <laughs> overthrew then, right yeah. into Devin McCourty with a fair catch essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I think that's what I think with the Bills, it's kind of I think the pass rush is important to put pressure on him, but I think it's also pass rushing coverage if they could. Take away his first read or two. He's probably he's gonna get a little jittery back there, panic, and then he's gonna you know force a ball he shouldn't. Uh, so it's one of the, it's only one of those situations where he's definitely gonna throw the Bills a couple, and the Bills defenders have to catch the ball. So I think that would be the, the big key to success is that the Bills are gonna have opportunities to have turnovers in this game. They had to just capitalize on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what I would say too. They're gonna have to. I think a key to success is going to be just the ground game too, because like you said, their defense is pretty good. So, I mean, we're going to have to play around that the offense has to click. Josh can't force those throws. He tried to force. Josh Allen can't play hero ball. Cause no. I think against the Packers, he's like, I want to make a statement here. I want right. to show them that we're going to stomp them and got out of hand. So exactly. Don't, don't do that this week. Yeah, no, he can't force those throws to try and I mean, hurdle a guy. Sure. Go ahead. I mean, he's done that five times now, three times against the chiefs, if I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't Top know the head. actual number on that. I think I got a picture of it in my room hanging on the wall over there. So, I mean, but you, you, he can't play hero ball. Like Mike said, that's probably the best way to put it. But I mean, I would just play with it. Josh. If, as long as Josh just plays with himself, he'll be fine. Right. Yeah. But now let's move to offense and defensive X factors here. Who do you think is going to be the difference maker on the bills, both sides of the ball? Like, I, I think uh, Dom alluded to it. I think it's going to be Knox because they're going to put a lot of focus on Diggs and Davis. So I think Dawson Knox is going to be open. You got to take it. He's going to he's going to be what? A top 5 paid tight end. He's got to start playing like that. We need right. to start using him more. Yep, I would say the same. They got to use him as that third option for the receiver. I mean, like who's not going to cover Diggs and Davis? I mean, they they I remember a couple weeks ago against the the Steelers. You remember that you know, a couple 98-yard touchdown passes almost, uh, like Randy Moss couple, stat line. couple, you mean one? Well, well almost almost two. There were a couple of deep bombs. What happened to in five catches, 375 yards, and five touchdowns? Yeah, yeah, the, the Randy uh, Moss all stat I'm line saying, for Gabe I'm, Davis in I'm, the first half. I am 99% sure I predicted 27-10 Buffalo, and I thought Josh was just selling those picks just for me, just to get my score right. Then, wow. you, w- you would like that, wouldn't you? You'd like him to throw interceptions, wouldn't you? I never said I'd like him too. I just said, you know. <laughs> I no, but said definitely Dawson Knox. Yeah. Dawson Knox is definitely an X factor. Dom, what do you think? 
No, I, you know, I think Diggs. I, honestly, if I was gonna say an X factor, I think it would actually be Davis. Um, because I think Diggs is still gonna get his. I mean, he always kind of, but Davis has even. I know he's had injury concerns, but he doesn't have a lot of catches in the year. I know, like you know, someone's gonna talk about how he has a lot of deep plays and you know he owns a deep route tree, but. I would like to like to see him get, you know, a nice little five to eight catch game, kinda get get I don't know, more opportunities. Yeah, I would say get more tar maybe a little more targets, a little bit more opportunities for him because he was a little quiet uh against the Packers and he was quiet and I don't think he had a catch in the second half against the Chiefs. So No, yeah, last, they locked last, him down pretty good. Yeah, the last three halves of football he's been pretty you know, invisible. Obviously he nearly made that really nice touchdown uh, at the end of the first half. Um but no, I I, I would say Obviously, the secondary playmakers are going to be a huge X factor. I I would say Davis though was a top two playmaker on the team. Has got to got to show up, especially against good competition. You know, it's a good test for him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I mean, I got him on my fantasy team. Of course, I want him to show up. He's Gabe Davis, uh, but you know, we'll have to see. So the defensive X factor, I would say, would be the backup linebackers because if you look at the injury report, it's not looking too promising currently for the moment for the Bills. Milano's missed the two days of practice. Vaughn had a veteran rest day and now missed practice today because of an ankle injury. And Shermaine's been limited. Obviously, Poyer hasn't practiced either. So I don't know what the Bills are doing, what they did with the Steelers a little bit and do some load management this week, maybe. Obviously, Brown, Spencer Brown also at, you know, talking about the offense, probably not going to play again, but Quisenberry is all right. So it's just talking about the def- defenders. I would say the, the X factors have to be the backup linebackers, you know, either Bernard or Dobson, because I think there's a potential. I mean, Milano has an oblique injury, so I don't know. I mean that's kind of a hard injury to play with, so um, they might, they might, one of those guys might have to be thrust in the lineup, and they gotta, you know, do, do the one alone that Sean McDermott says. Yeah, I mean, I alluded to it earlier in the podcast. My defensive X factor is going to be at Oliver making more, you know, big time plays, opening it up for Russo and to get around and you know, cause some cause some issues in the pocket. I, I think it's going to be at Oliver. No, I'm going to stick with the defensive lineman. I'm going to say Groot. I think he needs to get some pressure on Zach Wilson, get him moving, and then I'll make him turn over the ball. Yeah, I, I think we've all alluded to the fact that there's no other way to do this than put pressure on Zach Wilson and cause that offense to absolutely crumble. Did Groot have a sack last week? Yes. He should have had two sacks. One of them was was that, are you talking about the one that was offside? He had another one, didn't he? No, he had one sack. Yeah, he should so my he multi-sack had one pre- back in my multi sack prediction should have been right then. Because if not the ten sacks though, you said double digits. <laughs> I corrected myself before I, well, before I finally, I uh, you know what? I'm just gonna drop it. Just take, yeah. Gonna drop it. Yeah, take I'll it. take the I'll take the L on that. I'll take the partial. I'll make keep prediction. chugging along. Uh, I will keep chugging on. So obviously we talked a little bit about the injuries. Um, so quickly I just want to bring up, you know, obviously Josh Allen does his weekly appearance at the Kyle Brandt, uh, Kyle Brandt's Basement Podcast. Um. And he did say that there's a lot. Of, there's a parallel between him and Zach Wilson of a second year quarterback plays the Patriots, throws through interceptions, and then it's a career changing moment. Uh, what are your thoughts on our buddy Josh saying that about Zach Wilson? Is he just being a nice guy, or is he's he being nice? Yeah, he's being Zach a nice, Wilson. nice cordial guy. No way he actually means that. Zach Wilson and Josh Allen are two different type quarterbacks. I mean, I think. In a way, yeah. I mean, not in a way they are, but I mean, Zach Wilson's still kind of that young gunslinger that Josh was. Like, mm-hmm. with like the arm, no, I'm the not saying. Zach I know, Wilson but that's what I'm saying. And this, you know, could be a turning point, but he's not going to be. I you don't, don't buy it? I don't think he has the upside of Josh Allen. Well, no. of course he doesn't have the his, ups- I don't think he has the upside, but he does. He's, his ceiling Josh, is Josh Zach Allen's floor. 
It's a bold statement, but I'm going with it. That doesn't make any sense either. Josh Allen's floor would be bust. Josh Allen's floor would be with that fourth. Josh Allen's floor would be that fourth quarter where he threw two interceptions. Josh Allen's floor is what Cam Newton is now. I don't think, but anyway. I don't. I don't think Zach Wilson is gonna is the answer for the Jets franchise quarterback, and I think Josh Allen was just being a nice guy saying that. Well, I okay, that's a lot to unpack from Joe there. I can't believe I'm coming to someone defending Zach Wilson. Um, I'll agree with the fact that I think he was just being a nice guy. I don't. I also agree with the fact that I don't think Zach Wilson's. I think the Jets should look elsewhere because they have a very talented roster. And hey, maybe court. go after Russell Wilson. See if he works in your offense. You know what I mean? Not working over in Denver. That's Nate Hackett. Okay. Russell was regressed, but Nate Hackett doesn't help. Okay, no. Thanks for that comment, Joe. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, but I, 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 and the Jets have a very talented roster, so I do think they should try and upgrade a quarterback. But I'm not gonna completely add Zach Wilson, but because it's only his second year, but and he's, but I will say this: Zach Wilson still has a lot of talent. He just kind of seems like raw talent. He just seems That's like what he I doesn't have it. He doesn't have the, you know, he's not refined mentality. in the skill at this point. It's just raw talent. So I mean, listen, he could get, he could. Josh made the big jump between his second and third year, so Zach could probably potentially st- could potentially still do that. But again, I, he's not going to do that right now. It's not going to be flip a switch mid season. So flip to flip, flip yeah. to flip. So again, I just think Josh was being a nice guy, but Josh is always a nice guy though. Every t- you know, he's just a- well, he's one of the nicer quarterbacks in the NFL for sure. I mean, that's his personality, I guess. I mean, that's what everyone says about him. Oh no, what a nice guy! It's like you, Dom. Everyone says you're such a nice guy. So, I mean, but now. Let's move into the offense and defensive MVP post game. Who do you think comes out? Could be the same as your X Factor prediction, but I mean, I'll MVP be I'll be boring. Mine are the same. Okay, yours are the same, Dom. Well, um, well, I guess mine would be different. Uh, well, I'll just I'll just I'll just go uh, Groot again because Groot's my boy, and then I just think Groot will have a good game, and then I guess offensively. You know, I'm I'm I'll go different from Davis. I'll go Diggs, Diggs statement game. Yeah, no, I I would definitely I'd agree with Diggs, and I, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go with Groot actually for the defense. Oh my god, uh, I'll say Russo. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think he's gonna have a good week, but I I think I, I think this is I think this is a big week. That. I think this is a big week for Groot, especially if Von's even if he's active, he probably won't get as many snaps. So I right. think this is actually a big week for Groot. Big step into a leadership role for. Well, well, especially because the Jets do like to run the ball, and Groot is a very good run defender as well. So it's not just you know right. his pass rushing ability. And then Diggs, Diggs always kind of gets his, and I think he's going to be pretty motivated this week against Sauce, especially all the ta- trash talking that Jair was giving them. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, no, and then but but the big thing for Diggs though is you can't look ahead. I mean, next next week's Minnesota. He's got to stay focused on the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, and Case Keenum's on the team too. The OG Minnesota Miracle pair is is on the Bills playing the Vikings. So that's kind of nuts. But I mean, what are your score predictions? Let's move. Let's 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 cap it off here. Is it a blowout? Is it a low scoring tight game? Mike, start us off, buddy. I'm gonna say it's thirty to fourteen Bills. Hmm. I'll go. 27 13. So the Bills, what, total point favorites? I think they're going to cover. I also don't think the Bills are going to score like a bunch of points, but I don't think the Jets are going to score like, like any points pretty much. So that's what that's where I my, my, my mindset is for the game. 28 to 3, Bills. I think the Jets get a field goal. That's all I'll give them, truthfully. I mean, I don't know. I, I think our defense is just 
going to stop Zach Wilson and what he has to offer, which isn't much to begin with. So, um, you know, it'll be an interesting game to watch, though. I will say that one o'clock p.m. in New Jersey. So, you know, out of the prime time. And I think this I think this prediction has potential to be more accurate than last week's prediction of fifty six to seven. So it does. Yeah, yeah. We're no, making for well, sure. you're making you're making a lot of progress. I dialed it. I dialed it back a little bit. You know, went with the more realistic approach. But before we move on to recapping the picks, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big sports fan. And so are my fellow podcast hosts here. And I I would like to recommend you to the Sports Bring People Together podcast. Listen for entrepreneurial conversations with those in sports. And who knows where the chat will take you. But sports got us all together in the first place. So take a listen and enjoy the show. Find this show wherever you listen to podcasts or simply visit sportseplus.com. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's a good show. Fellas, let's move in to the picks let's recap last week i know i jumped into it a little early there yeah, but just like false starting you know i don't know if we should do offsides or false starting or whichever one fits the i think role. encroachment might be the you know neutral zone <laughs> infraction might be the better you know we because i moved back 10 yards and now now we're you know you mean five god you gotta get that one right. I, I don't know i got two two false start penalties i jumped the gun on two things so move back 10 yards total on the drive we're about to hit the tutty here though one play touchdown we all had the same record last week 10 and 5. What a week for us. Not bad. Looking at it as a whole, it's really not that bad. I mean, considering how di- our picks last week, I know we picked a couple on the pod that were we were all on the same, but for the most part, we were we only had two picks that we really yeah. all of us all, we disagreed on. I think I I was the only one that picked the Seahawks, you guys picked the Giants, and then I would pick the Panthers and you guys picked the Falcons and we split those two games, so that's why we're all 10 and 5. Right. I also I also got screwed, but that's okay. How? The Panther game, I got completely. Oh yeah, I do miss a yeah. thirty-three-yard field goal in overtime with the win. Not mm-hmm. to mention a forty-yard PAT, which no, shouldn't but... even have been a fifteen-yard penalty. Young Goku, Grant... he comes in and saves the game for the second attempt, but cry in overtime. So yeah, you know what? what? Took... What's second attempt? Yeah, Eddie Pinero's um, their kicker. Hmm. I'm what? talking about the Falcons. He iced the game. He finished right. it. All right. so, but let's move in to the totals for the season now. Dom, you're 78, 44, and 1. I'm 77, 45, and 1. And Mike, 64, 58, and 1. Mike, you're getting better every week. You covered. I think that, I think this might be a season high, six games over 500 for Big Mike. Come yeah. on. No, and he's, he's, he's moving that, up. Is that your first double-digit win uh, week two as well? Uh I mean, uh, no, I, I think I had one ten and no, six week he, before. He went, yeah, ten and but, six. Okay, best, 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 best pick percentage. How about that? Sure, yeah, because there was a buy, so yeah. Progress, yeah. Look at that. But all in pretty good standing on the season. I don't think you'd get many other sports podcasts that have this good of a record by midseason. A lot of them are dangling a little lower. Would you agree, Dom? Would you Would you think that? I think we're a pretty uh, respectable organization I would here. Say, uh, I, I don't know. I would say that. I think some some people do pick spread zone. That's a lot difficult than just picking the games. Right. I, I, know, mean, we try, I know we try and do a little bit of spread work. You know, talk about the spreads and we pick, you know, sometimes we do that, but we, we're just picking mm-hmm. games. For the most yeah, part, I like just but, picking games. It's yeah, so keep it simple. You know what I mean? That's probably the best way to go about it. So without further ado, let's crack into these games here. A nice egg on a Sunday morning brunch. And. Let's see who's who we starting off at first. Start Rams. at the top of the list: Rams, Bucks, Rams, Bucks, Rams, Two teams Bucks. That are struggling right yes. now. 
two teams I respect to be the top teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Brady and the Bucks. Okay, Dom? Well, Brady's at home. Uh, they're a three-point favorite, so I think that tells you that Vegas thinks these teams are pretty even. Mm-hmm. Combined record of these teams are six and nine. Uh, I don't. Uh, That's bad. Holy cow. <laughs> I don't think anyone had that one. Uh, Super Bowl champions and a Tom Brady led team going six and nine it combined is nuts. I would not have predicted that at the beginning of the season. And both teams currently out of the postseason. So, yeah. I, I, I'll agree, though, with Mike. I think if you could. Well, I think this is going to be a defensive game because I still think both these teams have pretty solid defenses for the most part. Uh, I just, I mean, the the Rams have one the worst offensive line probably in the NFL right now. They can't run the ball. They can't protect Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford a little bit playing like Zach Wilson. He's going to throw you a couple. And I, I just trust the Bucks. I know the Bucks are still, I mean, they're just always banged up. But I, I trust the Bucks defense to make some plays. And at least, at least the the Bucks seem like at least last week they had at least a pulse. Yeah, they they lost a close one. To the Ravens. No, the Rams but, look like they're roadkill, like yeah, laying on the side the of the Rams, highway. The Rams were, were competitive for about a quarter and a half, and then San Fran just took it to them. So I, I just I think the Bucks get a good good, good solid win. I, I, it's gonna be close though. It's a it's probably gonna be like a seventeen thirteen low low scoring kind of game. Yeah, I I'm taking the Buccaneers as well. Uh, just simply because I believe in Tom Brady more than I believe in that entire Rams team can win a game and um. I think McVeigh said something about not trading or anything. And once those core guys, Stafford, Donald, uh, Cup, retire, he's retired or go somewhere else, he's retiring. So, you know, I, I'm not I'm not following the Rams. I don't believe in them at all. I'm going with the Bucks. So next game, next game here, the 41 to 7 losers here in Orchard Park, the Titans against the Kansas City Chiefs. Fellas, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think it's – it's. I mean, is Malik Willis playing, actually, or is Ryan Tannehill back? That's a great question. I think Tannehill's still a little bit banged up with yeah. the ankle. Not that it would make a difference, in my opinion, though, but I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think Pat Mahomes is – I mean, we've said it on here. Dom, you even picked him against the Bills. I mean, they're a dominant team, dominant offense, dominant defense. It's going to be tough. Derrick Henry's dominant, but when that's really the only dominant part of your – your offense, it's uh, it's a little tough, a little tough. So I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm gonna pick the Titans outright oh. or just to cover the spread. I, no, they're gonna win. Oh, and okay. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of an upset this week. Look at that. Look they're at that. Right now, I think like that's picking a... like me right okay. there, pal. They're, they're starting that. to roll. They're starting to roll. They're in a five-game winning streak, and the combined records of those teams are like 15, 22. Okay, so what? Still think I'm they're gonna say, win. Any given saying, Sunday, right? Mike? Saying, Any given Sunday. And they haven't they haven't scored more than twenty four points all year in a game. Dom, listen. How about that fact? Any given Sunday, buddy. Okay, I'm not changing Sunday. my opinion. <laughs> I'll go the Chiefs, but I think the Titans are gonna cover. I think the Chiefs very good. Andy Reid coming off a bye, but I think we could potentially see some rust. Obviously, the Chiefs, you know, running game. I'm sorry, run defense is a little suspect. I think the Titans will be able to move the ball, kind of control the clock a little bit of Henry. And then the Titans actually have a pretty good defense this year, but they have pretty young corners, so I think Reed and Mahomes are going to do a good job of making those guys, those inexperienced guys pay. Um, so I would say like a, a 31-20 kind of game, you know, 11 points under the spread. It's also in Kansas City, so 
Right, in Arrowhead. That's a tough place to play, especially if, honestly, it's probably, for me, it's probably 31-20 if Tannehill plays. If Willis plays, it's probably I would take the Chiefs because I just don't think a rookie quarterback is going to be able to survive in Arrowhead. No. And, Mike, I absolutely respect the pick. I just have to say that 100%. That's that's my kind of pick right there. So, without further ado, let's move on to the oh, next but, but you crap on my Chiefs pick. Okay. What? You picked the Chiefs against the Bills, and we're a Bills podcast. That's okay. Tough. That's a tough look point? for you. That's a How's tough, that look, a tough look. It is because it's they lost. Because too. yeah, Chiefs lost. My logic wasn't completely wrong. I mean, it's whatever. All right, let's move on to the squishy fishies for Miami and the Chicago Bears. Chase Claypool is now a Chicago Bear. Dolphins are going to wipe the floor with the Bears. The Bears I shouldn't so agree more. This is going to be the Bears just completely sold that locker five to six. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mike, you sound like me over there today. What is going on? What is going on? See, I would say, I would say, like that kind of, like I, I would say, I'm gonna go 38-20, just because I, I think the Bears actually can move the ball a little bit, because you know the Dolphins have struggled a little bit with mobile quarterbacks. Fields obviously a mobile quarterback, and the Bears defense offense has actually kind of gotten rolling a little bit the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and Miami kind of defense is middle of the pack, uh, but. This Bears defense just lost arguably their best pass rusher in Robert Quinn. Yeah, they just traded their signal caller in Ro- Rokon Smith. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they have just no shot of stopping Miami. They just have absolutely zero chance of stopping the Dolphins. So, I, I, this is easily Dolphins easily going to score a thirty-five plus. So, yeah. at that point, at that point, do you think you have to ask yourself if you think the Bears can score thirty-five point, point points plus and outscore them, which is uh which is why it's a very easy Dolphins pick for me. Yeah, no, I'm taking the Miami Squishy Fishies. Absolutely, the Miami. Wow, Dolphins. three three favorites for you, Joe. This yeah. is uh, I it, I totally thought you, I've Joe, I totally thought if you would have went first, you were gonna see the Bears. I'm not even gonna lie about it. No, I Justin Fields, I don't believe in. He's a budget Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson's <laughs> iffy. So I I think I, I'm taking the Dolphins. I mean, Tua is arguably one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. So I'm gonna, he's he's also fun stat here for you. First in concussions this season. So, you know, it's a pretty cool stat for you. So uh I'm I'm taking the Miami Squishy Fishies in the Dolphins, and I am uh Got him. Yeah, yeah, I got, got Dom. Dom's gone. He can't handle that joke right there. But dude, what are you talking? Joe, what are you? <laughs> uh, I'll come back with another stat for you. He's first in passer rating. He is. He is because he's yeah, played he's less games a good year. too. The, the... Less games doesn't affect your pa- doesn't affect your pass rate. The average is is different than Josh Allen's average. Do you know how pass rating works? I mean, there's more of a sample size. He still qualifies. I know he still qualifies, but I I, I think until they play the same amount of games in the overall okay. pass rating, we're, I, I think we're it's, done with this. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're moving on to the this. next game. Colts at Patriots. Colts lost Naheem Hines to the Buffalo Bills. Oh my goodness. And I'm gonna take the Colts in this game. <laughs> I'm taking the Pats. Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. You <laughs> <laughs> what? You literally just said, and I quote, the Bill the, the Colts lost Naheem Heim to the Bills. Practically replacing Zach Moss, and then you said you're picking the Colts. I said earlier Zach Moss, Zach Moss might go off because, uh, because John, Jonathan Taylor still Moss. injured. I hate Zach Moss, but now he's on a different team. So <laughs> I mean, 
the feelings changed a little bit. I mean, I still, I'm not actively like this guy's fantastic, but he might, he might do something because of the situation over there might be a better system for him. I don't know. So I'm going with the Colts. I'm just going to, I'm going to throw in this pick out there this week. Sam Ellinger absolutely picks apart the Patriots. This game's in New England, right? Yeah. Okay. Sam Ellinger, second career start's going to be on the road in New England and going to beat Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. You could bet on that one, bud. Uh, I'll take the Pats 20 20 to 7. I I don't think the Pats have a great offense, but I think they're going to, again, they're just going to run the ball, play game manager, and then their defense is going to make, you know, make some turnovers, make some plays for them. Uh, Judon will probably have a big game. They're just going to, the Colts don't have JT probably. Uh, his ankle's still a little bit banged up, so I'm not trusting the Colts of backup running backs, including Zach Moss and Sam Ellinger, who's more of a runner than a thrower. Though I will say, running quarterbacks have given the Patriots fits all year. Mm-hmm. And we saw Justin Fields on Monday Night Football a couple, you know, a week ago, but Ellinger just isn't a good enough thrower of the football for me to believe in him, especially on the road in New England. So, give me the Pats. What do you think, Mike? You going with yeah, them? No. All right. Yeah, I said Patriots. Oh, oh, okay. Easily. I was just la- I was laughing at Dom's reaction to my pick. There we go. So you just didn't game. give any. You didn't give any like like. Oh yeah, no, they have Zach Moss now. They're <laughs> yeah. quarterback. I'm taking the Colts. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You didn't just get, you didn't give any reason why you're picking off the, the Colts. cuff, baby. Off the cuff. You didn't all right. Give any logic at all? Last your logic. Your logic was like it was like a first. Listen, psychology. last time you, you questioned like- my logic, I outperformed you. So I I don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Dumb. So we're moving in to the final game on the docket. Seahawks at Cardinals. Geno Smith, Kyler Murray. Call of Duty is out and playable. Kyler Murray is not studying his four hours a day. I'm taking Geno Smith and the Seahawks right off. Geno Smith, in my opinion, he's not going to win comeback player of the year because Saquon is. Let's just be honest. Dom, I think you and I had this conversation the other day. I wish he would because Geno has been so bad for so many years and now he's doing great. So, And I think he'll pick apart this Cardinals team. So. Seahawks. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going with the Seahawks too. I think they're kind of the surprise team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely pick them because the Cardinals just I don't know. I mean, they have D-Hop Kingsbury now. can't get anything together. He's back, but like they're the worst team in that division. Well, mm, no, they are. They're worse than the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a tough pick um, because I think the Rams have some talent. And I'm sorry, not the Rams. Can I talk about the Rams? The Cardinals have a lot of talent. They just are terribly coached. Um, Kyler Murray yeah. yells at him coming off the field, too. That clip a couple weeks ago. I'll take the Seahawks. I think their defense is getting better every week. And, and Gino is just cooking. And I just don't, I just can't trust the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a team that kind of has to prove that they can beat a team in their, like above them to give me the, to pick them, even at home. So. I'll I'll take the Seahawks. I think Kenneth Walker, you know, very good running back. He'll have a he'll have a nice day. I I DK I mean just DK Tyler Lockett, that offense is the Cardinals struggled last week, you know, Jefferson and all those guys. I don't think this week's gonna be any different for them. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I mean that how many picks did we actually line up all in one? We've lined up with Rams, Bucks, and Dolphins and the Seahawks. So hey, you know what? What were the two games we disagreed on? Uh, Titans. Mike picked the Titans versus the Chiefs. And then I picked the Colts over the Patriots. And that was where the disagreement happened. So overall, pretty even field, you know. And 
I best of luck to you fellas. You I know? didn't agree. I didn't disagree with anyone. I like both of you have the same pick. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. It's a it's an odd week. These games stink, by the way. I just want to point that out. I mean, they're they're just like mm-hmm. bottom of the barrel games. Like nothing exciting. What's like, the Monday night game? Obviously, the Thursday night game let's tonight pick is it. terrible. Let's pick it. Let's add it. Hang on. Monday night football. I uh, let's see. Well, the Thursday night game tonight is terrible. And then the mon- Sunday night game it was supposed to be good in Titans Chiefs, but that looks like that could be a trash game too. So you yeah, just can't be yeah. uh, definitely not the best week for prime time again. At least we're done with all those London games. Yeah, hang on. I'm looking. Week nine, Ravens at Saints. That's an, also a bum game, in my opinion. Oh, that's a good game. That's a good game. All Lamar, right. Lamar, Monday Night Football. Yeah, you got a point. You got Saints, a point. tough, tough place to play in the Superdome. Just came off a big time. You know, got completely got that game wrong on the uh, my picks this week. I thought the Raiders were going to go in there and make a statement that they were legit, but they got shut out. So, and the Red Rifle playing at a, an elite level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at this game, I'm taking the Saints and Andy Dalton. I'm picking the Ravens. Darn, you picked the you picked the Saints, right? No, I'm taking the Ravens. I think the Ravens. Oh, oh! I thought you said the Red Rifle was playing well. I thought I, you were going. I mean, I'm just, I was Bateman anymore, but I, I, I was hyping. I, think I, I, yeah. run. I was hyping up the game. I was just saying. Hmm. I think Lamar's prime time. Lamar. I think. So I've been an Andy Dalton believer since he got us into the playoffs though, all those years ago for the first time. So oh, sure, go. sure. When Dak hurt is like you were totally totally thought there was gonna be a drop off between him and Andy Dalton. You totally oh, played. I thought so. When he first came in, I said, Yes, he's getting another chance. Then he didn't do well. But here he seems to be doing pretty well. So he's playing it, like you said, an elite level. So I'm going with him. I'm going he's with him playing, this week. He's playing well, but I I think the Ravens it's probably gonna be a high scoring game. I, I think the Ravens are just a better team, and the Ravens also definitely in their division smell blood in the water. With they're already a game up and a half up on Cincinnati, and they don't want to lose any of that momentum. Um, so I, yeah. I think yeah. I think the I think the Ravens are a solid pick there. You get a better quarterback. Tough that's on the road, but I think you get a better team and a better quarterback. Especially if my uh, and you know MT out the whole entire season. Yeah, Saint, I don't know if Lattimore's playing. So right, yeah, you got a point, but not changed by pick. He's going with the Saints, the Red Rocket strikes again. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. It's the Red Rifle. The Red Rifle. Red Rocket. I don't know. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the Buffalonian podcast, Betting on the Bills, Week 9. Dom, without further ado, buddy, how do you always end these? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Go Bills.